So this next section is a bit strange because it is called research methodology and data collection, but immediately begins with the research methods. And I'm just scrolling through and there is nothing about methodology in here. And this is, as you know, and I have mentioned, I don't know how many times throughout the course, one of my big pet peeves, going straight from research questions to methods. So what I would encourage you to do, at least to some degree, justify the methods you're using. Um, you, might need, you may not need to be asked to do this for the specific assessment in the ethics form, but for your presentation in the assessment, you must talk about your methodology. You must talk about the approach to your research and what made you choose the methods you have chosen, how that relates to answering your research questions and why the methods you've chosen will give you the data that will answer your questions. So this is not part of this particular ethics form, but you must talk about it in the other part of your assessment when you talk about your project. So in the ethics form, you are asked to fill in um, uh, which methods you're using. And you'll find there are a handful of methods already pre-filled in. And, um, and you need to pay a little bit attention though to some of the of the wording that is be beneath or next to the the writing in bold. So, <clears throat> so for instance, if you choose participant observation, the ethics form says provide an observation pro forma. Now, here's the thing. If you remember, there is uh, in the methods section earlier on, I shared a presentation with you about um, observations and that in some types of observation, you can use a, an observation performer and in other types of observation, using an observation performer would actually be unethical. Because if you're undertaking an exploratory approach to your observation and you try to to use that ethnographic mindset of estranging the familiar, of questioning why, what you're seeing at all times. Using a performer will immediately narrow that viewpoint and bias your observation. And yes, we can have debates about being biased anyway, because we're humans and this is how our brains work. But if you narrow exactly what you're looking for, you may actually force data collection into a specific way if you're using an ethics performer and only and only take note of the things that are in the performer. So, so there's there are different arguments about that. But if you're not using an observation performer, or if you're not using any of the things that are suggested to be um, that are suggested in the ethics form. It doesn't mean you cannot do them. However, if you're doing something that is different from what it says in the ethics form, you must be extremely explicit about why you are doing it differently. What are the reasons for that? 
And you're better off if you find some literature that evidences your argument and supports your argument. You might even find other uh, ethics guidelines from, the, for instance, the British Educational Research Association or, or the, the um, World Educational Research Association and so on that might um, support your argument if you stray from what is asked for in the form. Because these forms are just templates and they are supposed to just remind you of the things you should be doing. Um, so, but they're not the, the, the end all of, of the application. So they are under point five point two. It says research methods, but it actually should say methodology because point five point two is explain the reasons for the chosen methods, the estimated time committed, and so on. So that is actually your methodology. It's called research methods, but it shouldn't. It should be called methodology because the methods is what you just. Um, what you just filled in. Okay, so there's a bit of a terminology issue in the form, but never mind. Under point 5.2, this is where you explain your methodology. So ignore my previous comment from the previous episode. So here, explain the reasons for the chosen methods. So how are these methods going to get you the data you need to answer your research questions? How do they relate to the overall approach? Are you doing something different than what other people have done before or are you doing the same thing because you try to build on a body of evidence so these are some of the questions you answer here um you will be asked if you you know if you have like interviews or focus groups you will be asked to estimate how long one of those will last or if you're undertaking different research methods you know how long do you roughly anticipate the participant will need to for their involvement during your project so okay so this is one of the one of the things to fill in as well huh go figure that's really interesting so point five point five point one says method of data collection which is technically methodology i guess but then they have the methods and under methods you are supposed to talk about methodology now that's confusing okay anyhow we've done that and the next bit is all about confidentiality and data handling but I think because this week is about participant recruitment we are going to look into this in the next episode.